Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Hello, folks. Just a quick update on our podcast page, Help for Wounded Spirits. So we had a Facebook page of the same title, Help for Wounded Spirits. Unfortunately, through this whole electronic big tech stuff, we lost that page with all of you who liked us and followed us, completely lost the page and had to start a new one from scratch. So we need your help. Would you go out to the new one and find it and like us? It's still showing a, a blip to the old one. But if you'd go out to the new one, Help for Wounded Spirits, and, and find us and like us again, that'd be a great blessing. Uh, we also heard from a couple of you folks who had questions and things were going on. Please contact us. Contact us privately on our Facebook page, uh, whatever the case may be. Also, by the grace of God, our ministry is expanding, especially on the Wounded spirit side. So we have a completely different place now to give to the, wounded, the Help uh, for Wounded Spirits uh, website. Uh, so if you could go to Wounded Spirits Ministries, you got to type out the word ministries, T-R-I-E-S dot com, and, and you hit give, it'll take you to a drop down window that starts with general and list a couple missionaries. And then it says uh, help for Wounded Spirits podcast. Boy, we could sure use your help with a month or so coming at us. And uh, that'd be a great blessing. So quickly, uh, we now have Helpful Wounded Spirits, its own Facebook page. Please go out and like it. It doesn't look exactly the same as the old one, uh, but God is still blessing. We can't wait to see you folks out there. Secondly, we have another place for you to help us pay our monthly bills with Helpful Wounded Spirits, and that's at woundedspiritsministries.com, and then hit give in the drop-down window entitled that comes up. We'll say Help for Wounded Spirits website. Of course, this is a 5013C. Uh, of course, you'll get a receipt for your taxes immediately. And uh, we thank you very much for your time. We sure do love you folks. Praying for you daily. Thank you. Great to be back with you folks. I can't believe it's our 200th podcast. And man, what a day we've been having. We're just so thrilled to be with you folks. We we know that this is probably finding you in the morning somewhere, serving God, just trying to learn a little bit from His Word. We want to do the best. We're in Psalm 21, which means we're only a couple away from Psalm 20. Yes, I can count. So with me, as always, is my faithful co-host and friend, Stephanie Wesco. So, Stephanie, what's going on? Well, it's been a great day today. Um, we did a concert. Yeah. Um, at a friend's church. I didn't sing anything. This evening. Yeah. He didn't, but he didn't introduce the song. I did, but I didn't sing. No. Yeah. But you cheered the kids on. I did cheer the kids on. Yes. And Emmy continues to have more personality than any <laughs> 10 human beings on earth, man. <laughs> she does this stick thing with her body where her lower body, she walks like a scarecrow in she a horror does. movie. Yeah, have you noticed that? Yes. And, and she makes real weird faces while walking like a scarecrow. <laughs> and uh, uh, I, think there, I think there's something genetically hilarious about Emily. <laughs> And I can't put my finger on it, but anyway. she just likes to have fun. She does like, to and have she fun. likes attention. And we've been calling her Emmy Lion ever since your mother Emma called Lion. her Emmy Lion. No, I'm Emma a Lion. Lion. I'm a Lion. I think I think it was like I'm a Lion or something because her hair. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, this is what it comes down to. It comes down to three things. Number one, 
Emmy is cool. Number two, I am not. Number three, <laughs> don't forget the first two things. So anyway, we are in uh, Psalm number 21, another Psalm of David. And uh, there's a lot going on. So what else happened today? Let me see. We preached this morning. There was, there's been food. We went to get pie and everybody ate too much, except some people had pie and they were mad because they didn't eat enough. And I mean, you know, going to get pie, that ended in the 90s. <laughs> people don't go get pie anymore. I mean, you know, it's, I don't know what happened to going to get pie. When I was a kid, we'd go get pie. We did too. You get a scoop of ice cream and a piece. They don't give you ice cream anymore. It's just like a piece of pie. You know, it's that Tom Edison principle, apple pie and milk. I mean, it raised, the greatest inventor of all time was raised on apple pie and milk. Maybe that is why Sam got apple pie, because he's aspiring to be a Tom Edison. I don't know. I don't know what kind of pie you folks like. I, I'm a little bit of a cream pie guy. Like I grew up on banana cream pie. And I'm not talking about that meringue thing where they put the cream under the broiler or turn it brown and turn it into a shell. That's not banana cream pie. And I, I was raised on coconut cream pie. Now, I don't oh, mind that one having a shell. Coconut cream pie yeah, with I don't, meringue on top. That's oh, right with God. Yeah, yeah, That is yeah. so delicious. But I was raised on chocolate cream pie and then apple pie. Raspberry you know. cream pie oh, is good. Oh, man. Cherry pie, strawberry pie. I mean, you name the pie I've had. I like loose meat pie. I like like mince meat pie. Oh. Like hamburger oh. pie, like chicken pie, like like chi Mexican chicken pie, pie, like pot pie. Yeah. Yeah, I like all that. I'm, I'm, I'm good with all that kind of pie. But anyway, as we continue on, it's more important that we get to the podcast that we continue on for pie. But I'm trying to think of the best piece of pie I ever had in my life. And I just want to be able to comment on that because I know some of you people may be pie freaks out there. And uh, I think the my best... My sister and my grandma make the best pies in the world. Well... I, I got to disagree with you on that because the Westview Orchards used to be on 14A coming out of Plainfield, Connecticut. Mm -hmm. That woman made pie. I'm telling you what, you know, if you look in the paper on the day she was born, I'm sure it said born pie maker because she was that good. That my grandma? Yep. I'm telling you, those pies, I mean, you would like you take like one You felt like you bite. were transported oh, to you, heaven. You, you didn't want to finish eating the pie because, I mean, tears are coming down the face, saliva glands are flying. Uh, that's, I mean, that's how my grandma's pies were and my sister's, man, they're good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad we talked about food that we can't eat, but anyway. <laughs> We're on uh, Psalm number 21. We've we don't, we about, don't get calorie gain from talking about it. Well, I got to tell you, though, you know, I haven't been eating very good. I mean, I'm not Tomorrow like, it's not like I'm putting get, on weight or anything. It's, a, you know, I sure listen. hope I didn't this weekend. So just full disclosure, I've lost about 60 pounds. You know, I look better than I ever have in my life. I mean, it's just, but I'll tell you, it's a high price to pay. <laughs> it's, it's. It's, it's a high cost. I've been like walking and running five miles. I've been chasing after people, carrying Emmeline around. I mean, I mean, there are parts of my body that are hurting that I didn't even know could hurt or should hurt. And, uh, but you make a decision, you want to look good. So when, next time you look up and you see a skinny, good-looking preacher up there, it comes at a heavy price. That's all I'm telling you. You can say what you want, you know. You might be better off being fat. Let me just tell you that right now, friends, all right? If you're fat, maybe you're better off. Sure, you're going to die younger. Sure, you're going to have heart attacks. I get it. 
But listen, you're happy. You know, that's all I'm trying to say. We're five minutes <laughs> and 43 seconds into this podcast. And uh, we still haven't got to the Word of God. But I, wanted, I do want to say this. I want to get very serious for a minute. I want to get very serious. I think the book of Psalms has just been filled with a wealth of information for us. And I think if we get anything at all from David in, in a lot of these Psalms we've read already, mm -hmm. I think if anything comes from these, if there's any, this joint, there's joint snapping going on over here from my partner. I'm hearing like snapping noises and that, that may be from that omelet tonight or whatever, but anyway. That's my feet. Yeah. But it, it, anyway, I don't know where I was going with this. I, I was just saying that David continually, he doesn't care what position he's in. He doesn't care what people are saying about him. He doesn't care how good he feels about himself. He, he, you know, he's pointing to King Jesus. He's pointing to God. And, and folks, if we get anything out of this day, if we get anything out of this Thursday, you might be driving in your car, you may be jogging, you may be, who knows? You may be sitting in your living room, you may be listening to this with your friend, in the practical side of what we've covered so far, adding up 20 Psalms and trying to look at them comes down to this. David's pointing toward the Lord. I think that's what we got to get in life. As we finish 20, we continually said, it's about pointing toward God. It's about pointing toward God. As we finish 19, it's about pointing toward God. Mm -hmm. Three podcasts in 18, it's about pointing toward God. David continuously praying to him. So in verse, in Psalm number 20, we were talking about a Psalm where it was a prayer for battle. Mm -hmm. and how important it is that we pray for these battles we're in, these different things. Now, 21, we forget this sometimes. 21 is a prayer of victory. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know, so often, how often do we forget to thank God for the little things or the we big things? We were just things? doing that during prayer time. We were. We were just, they were just doing that during prayer time. So I was kind of packing and, you know, figuring out, do I wear my brown shoes with the red shoelaces and the white soles? Because they kind of freak people out. Or do I wear my sneakers? You know, what's the better deal mm. for flying on the plane? And, and uh, you know, you're wearing masks. And I lost my, so, so Stephanie got these masks, right? And they got these small ear loops. And they're like, so the trajectory of my ears, my ears used to sit neatly up against the side of my head, <laughs> like people's ears are supposed to look, you know, you kind of had to move them out of the way for the clippers to, you know, make your ears look good when you cut here. Not anymore. My ears are almost at like a 37 degree angle from my head after wearing those Costco masks. And, but anyway, we're in Psalm 21. It's because you have a small head. You and Debbie no, have I'm small heads. your ears. Oh, I get that the masks are tight. You walked over to me and said, your ears look very painful tonight. They were bright red. They were pinching my blood off. I was losing circulation. I thought I was going to lose a piece of my ear. I was afraid I was going to get one of those big loops in your ear that people put those, you know, those magnets or whatever they put in there. They get those two-inch holes in their ear. I mean. All those things look painful. Oh, man, I'm getting zits under the mask. But anyway, here we are. It's saving our life. But anyway, supposedly. But listen, <laughs> most important thing here is point toward God. Psalm 21. The king shall joy in thy strength, O Lord, in thy salvation. How greatly shall he rejoice. Isn't it wonderful to know that our king, our Lord, how greatly he rejoices for our salvation. Mm -hmm. Thou has given him his heart's desire and has not withholden the request of his lips. Selah. For thou preventest him with the blessings of goodness. Thou settest a crown of pure gold on his head. 
He asked life of thee, and thou gave it to him, even length of days forever and ever. His glory is great. In thy salvation, honor, and majesty hast thou laid upon him. For thou hast made him most blessed forever. Thou hast made him exceeding glad with thy countenance. For the king trusteth in the Lord through the mercy of the Most High. He shall not be moved. Thine hand shall find out all thine enemies. Thy right hand shall find out those that hate thee. Thou shalt make them as a fiery oven in the time of thine anger. The Lord shall swallow them up in his wrath. The fire shall devour them. Their fruit shall thou destiny from the earth and their seed from among the children of men. For they intended evil against thee. They imagined a mischievous device, which they are not able to perform. Therefore shall thou make them turn their back, when thou shalt make ready thine arrows upon the strings against the face of them. Be thou exalted, Lord, in thine own strength. So will we sing and praise thy power. I love the way that David always ends these psalms exalting the Lord, pointing to the Lord, showing the Lord's power. And I mean, we just got through Psalm 21. And, and Stephanie, what are you thinking as we got through that psalm? Well, Doug, I think it's really, really exciting. Um, this psalm is very encouraging, um, quite honestly, um, in light of burdens and requests um, that I'm bringing before the Lord right now. This psalm is very encouraging. And it's interesting because here in my Bible, I have two verses under or two verses highlighted that I know I highlighted these in those couple of weeks after I found out I had the liver tumors. Mm. And one of them is verse two and one is verse four. Verse two, David says, Thou hast given him his heart's desire. Yeah. And has not withholding the request of his lips, Selah. And verse four says, He asked life of thee, and thou gavest it him even length of days. Forever and ever. And um, I remember coming across that verse too, especially where he says, Thou hast given him his heart's desire, mm. and hast not withholden the request of his lips, Selah. And you know, um, there is something precious about knowing that we serve a God who loves us, who, yeah. has, who has our best interest at mind, and delights to show himself strong on our behalf. He delights. Jesus talked about in the, in the Sermon on the Mount. He's a good father who delights in giving good gifts to his children. He sure does, yeah. And um, that's what I think of when I see that verse. And um, and what a great gift that was when you had that gift over yes. your tumors. And, and so many of us have gifts and we forget this, the victory side of it. We, we talk about the prayer before the battle. We talk about the prayer when times are hard, mm -hmm. when we're in the valley, when things are upside down. But yeah. really, do we talk about the victory yeah. in this victory prayer? And, and, and I think that's what's going on. And we got to remember there's a great victory here with the Ammonites. And some people think that the gold crown is, is talking about that. But that was really Joab's victory. You know, David showed up late, but it's a victory for the Lord. And, uh, you know, they get welcomed. And, and uh, I, I just think that as a practical side, as we're sitting there, we're looking at verses one through seven, and as a very practical note, we need to remember 
that victories need to be bathed in the same type of prayer, in the same type of adoration, mm. in the same type of love, in the same type of begging, in the same type of care uh, that these pre-battle prayers go up. Well, yeah, the, the, it was kind of crazy because, um, and I hadn't read through this psalm yet, um, but when we were having prayer time with the kids, um, I was having prayer time with the kids, you know, before we started this. And yeah. And while I was praying, the Lord just impressed on me, you need to thank me. You need to thank me for the ways that I've answered prayers. And so we thanked God for, um, you know, because, of course, we're praying. This is going to be after the election, but we're praying for this. Um, yeah. We're praying fervently. We are. Right now for the elections. And every prayer, every oh, every second. I mean, we're listening. Yeah. And, um, but anyway, when I was praying... I thanked the Lord for, and I'm not saying this to boast on myself because, oh my goodness, I have so much to learn about prayer, but um, we were thanking the Lord for answering our prayers for President Trump's um, healing from the COVID. We were thanking him for protecting Vice President Pence for um, the confirmation of um, Amy Barrett to the Supreme Court. And we were just taking some time to thank God for those things, those things that he has done those tokens of good he has given us yeah, and ways yeah. he's answered. And, and that's what I see David doing here is that praising and adoration, spirit of adoration for God. And, um, yeah, I think it's, and I think it's important as parents that we get our children involved in all these aspects of prayer. Yeah, um, yeah. The aspects of the supplicating and interceding and then the giving thanks as well. He has asked life of thee, and thou givest to him. Even length the days forever and ever. His glory is great in thy salvation. Honor and majesty thou laid upon time, for thou hast made him most blessed forever. And uh, exceeding glad with thy countenance. For the king trusteth in the Lord. Through the mercy of the Most High, he shall not be moved. Mm. And what, what a thankful prayer. He said, you know, I could have been killed. Our army could have lost. Joab's people could have made big mistakes. But then, you know what I like is when we turn the corner there. And we turn the corner in verse 8, and we're, we're starting to pray about future victories. Yeah. We forget the God we have. We can count on everything. It's just not something we're dealing with now. We can, we can count on the future victories. We can count on those things that are coming our way. And, and uh, sometimes we miss that. Thine hand shall find out all thine enemies. Thy right hand shall find out those that hate thee, thou shalt make them as a fiery oven in the time of thine anger. And, and he's pointing out, we're going to get these dudes. We're going to, uh, you're going to point these out to us. And, but they intended evil. And, 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 you know, somewhere along the way, we forget that God has promised us victory. There's a victory coming. Remember that old song that Curtis Hudson used to sing? Remember that old song, uh, We've Already Got the Victory? What is that old song? Remember Curtis Hudson used to sing it? Oh. No, not honestly, I don't. I know the one my my dad and my brother sang about being. A, um, I'm on the winning side. That's it. That's oh, the curse. Okay. Song. Okay. I'm yeah. I'm on the winning side. Mm-hmm. See, that's why they don't let me sing in the concert. I got to be up front with you folks. <laughs> I can't sing. You know, I may be skinny, fit in smaller clothes. All I can't sing though, man. So there's nothing I can do about that. You but know? you write songs. I do write songs. I write the songs. 
You know, sometimes people, there's a bunch of us that write songs, but I think that our songwriting, the combination, you know, I know I'm your favorite songwriter, even though you try to take apart some of my songs, like the Stephanie song and the Emmy song, songs that I personalize. But uh, anyway, here's something <laughs> very important going on here. Therefore, shall thou make them turn their back when thou shall make ready thine arrows upon the springs against the face of them. Mm. You know, there's something coming to the enemy of God. There's something coming to those enemies of God. It's plural. It's individual. It's coming. Yeah. And we forget our role is on the winning side. And the old Curtis Hudson song, the song your dad and uncle sang, we're on the winning side. And uh, man, uh, sometimes we need to remember that. So practical lesson. I mean, as we're going through, and then we see in 13 where he's exalting God again. You know, whenever David comes out of here, he comes out in an exaltation place. He comes out where he's encouraging and, and he's, he's loving God and he's pointing to how great God is. Isn't it wonderful to have a king that would do something like that? And can I tell you, in a weird kind of way, Trump does that. Mm -hmm. In a weird kind of way, he points up to God, he exalts God. He says, I know who healed me. You know, it was Jesus, my Savior. And, and uh, you know, it's been far too long since we've heard leadership say things like that. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm, not, I'm not a Trump, uh, always Trump. I'm going to vote for him, man. I think he's a great guy. He's the best president we've had in a long time. But this is what I think. I think when, in a practical side, when you gentlemen and ladies who are out there listening today, that, that we need to exalt God. In the little things, you know, like, praise God, we just had a good meeting here in Ohio. I feel good about it. I feel good about the concert tonight. I thought it went well. They moved the piano around. They put you right in the middle of the room, didn't you? I know they did. Did you check that out? Mm -hmm. Did it freak you out when the move happened? It did. Because they had you kind of hidden. and uh, I was I, enjoying my safe spot over in the corner. And But you know what? I'm glad you had that, that dress you had on today because it went well with the whole motif. Boy, that's a word. That's a word you don't hear every day. Motif. You know, folks, look up the word motif. I don't even know how to spell motif. Is motif a real word? Is it motif? It's like it's one Moa word, Burger. Moa Burger, Mama. <laughs> honey, I need more motif. Motif, honey. Mo money, honey. <laughs> Mo teeth. Honey. What is that telling us? I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't. <laughs> Nothing intended by the Mo thing there. I'm just I'm messed just, up. I'm just a little bit messed up. <laughs> Practical sides. Practical sides. Every I single day, every single hour, every single minute. There's something to be thankful for. Yeah. Worst day ever, your life, October 30th, 2018. What were you thankful for? Well, to be honest, there were a lot of things I was not grateful for. But I know Ben being alive, my son being alive. And I don't know that I was thankful for it at the time, but I know now looking back, I'm so thankful for the incredible love that God filled my heart with that day for the people of Cameron and for whoever had killed Charles. That was you know, that's the weirdest statement. Okay, so there's, let's say, even if there's right now,
first thing in the morning, there's 100 or 200 people at first thing in the morning. You know, people go throughout the day, listen to this at different times. And I want you to, I want you to know there's 100 or 200 people that just freaked out. And they Why? say, how in the world could you be thankful for the guy who killed your husband? I mean, that's what there's, if I don't ask this I question. I said, I'm thankful for the love God gave me for the person who killed my husband. Oh, okay. This would be like Leslie Stahl or something like that question on the fake news here. If I don't follow that up and say, why are you thankful for the love that God gave you for the guy who killed your husband? What, what would you say to that? Because it's something that God did. And I yeah. love seeing God do miracles. Wow. And, you know, that's Man. not a love that I could come up with on my own. No. And so I know that was something God gave me. And, you know, there's it's a weird, now this will mess you up. All right. But in the spirit of full confession, now I sound totally like you. All right. In the spirit of full confession, there are times that I dream through what it would be like to meet whoever killed Charles and have the chance to tell them that I've forgiven them. And then my only hope and desire is that they'll accept the love of Jesus Christ and make him their savior. And that's something that is a desire of my heart that I don't know if I'll ever, I'll ever see on this side of heaven. But that is one of the most, I think that's one of the biggest things I'm grateful for um, when I look back at the day that Charles was killed was the fact that I saw God be God in a way in my heart that I never could have dreamed of before that day. You know, and sometimes in the greatest tragedies come the greatest victories. And sometimes in, you know, in the greatest sorrow. I mean, this was a sorrowful time. This is a time where uh, you're facing a lifetime without your beloved. And, you know, you got the kids. And uh, Emmy was only two. Mm -hmm. uh, and Yeah. Yeah. And so... So I, I guess as we talk about this and we talk about things to be grateful for and things to have victory prayer for and, and things to get through and, and, and to exalt the Lord in our victories. And I think there was a victory on that day. And I kind of started this. I said, what were you thankful for on the worst day of your life? October 30th, uh, 2018. And I brought that up and she's being honest with us. And so I guess I would say to you is what are you thankful for on this Thursday? Wherever you are, what are you thankful for? What is, in, in, the, in the bad times, in the PTSD times, in the crazy times, in the life upside down times, and being messed over, people doing you wrong, people bad mouthing you, people firing you, people doing all kinds of things, what in the world out of all that do you have to be thankful for? And, and I guess the answer should be, if you listen to this in the practical side, is you always can be thankful for what God has given us on any given day. You can be thankful that you're still breathing. You can be thankful if your parents are still alive. You can be thankful for brothers and sisters. You can be thankful. I'm not exactly sure. I do know what the devil wants us to do. The devil wants us to lose every battle with our attitude over bad things. Well, and I think he, he not only wants us to lose our our attitude, our, our victory in who Jesus is, yeah. He wants to get our mind completely focused on ourselves yeah, and honestly on him and his power and what he's doing. When in reality, our focus, and I was just talking to a lady about this yeah. um, recently, and that is the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty to God to the pulling down of strongholds. Do we really believe that? If we do, that should give us excitement to pray 
It should give us excitement to serve God. It should motivate us. It should give us courage and boldness. So hence, Satan tries to keep us completely distracted with him because then we won't be serving God. We won't be strong in his power. And see, peeps, that's why she's here, man. I'm telling you, man, bringing this around. So do we put aside, uh, do we put aside our carnal weapons? Do we put aside the mighty pen? Do we put aside the Facebook post? Do we put aside the gossip? Do we put aside? I think the answer is yes. I think if we're not using Facebook to be a challenge, you know what I'm saying? If it's being used for carnality, then yeah, you might need to put it aside. I think if you're not using it to glorify God, to challenge people, to serve yeah. him, to live for him. But I think what David does in this this psalm that I love is he meditates First of all, on what God has done. And then he meditates on what God's going to do through the eye of faith. And that is a beautiful thing. Beautiful. It is. And, and you know, folks, there's a lot to learn here in Psalm 22. Do this today. Because we're going to 22 next. But do this today coming out of 21. Uh, look at what you can be thankful for. Look around. Look around. There's lots to be thankful for. In, in the worst of your day, in the in the in the bad times, in the knuckleheaded boss, in the knuckleheaded spouse, in the knuckleheaded relatives, in the knuckleheaded in-laws, in the knuckleheaded anything. Stop and say, what do I have to be thankful for? And God will give you something. Mm. Because if God can give Stephanie something on October 30th, 2018, her husband was just martyred, was just shot and killed. Her, her son, and their friend Ben was almost shot and killed, another missionary in that car. God can give you something to be thankful for. When David can have a great victory like this and stop everything and say, God is exalted. He's the one. Exalt God today, friends. Exalt him. And listen, the most important thing that you need to know is... That you have accepted Jesus Christ and know 100% sure that he's your Savior from sin. Listen to these words, everyone. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. One of the more exciting things about our ministry is being able to tell people how they can know for sure they're saved and believe in Jesus Christ and spend eternity in heaven. The Bible tells us there's four things we need to know to be saved. The first thing it tells us is we're all sinners. The Bible says there are none righteous. It says that everybody in the world is a sinner. The second thing that the Bible teaches us is there's a price on sin. The Bible says for the wages of sin is death. The third thing and the good news that the Bible teaches us today is it says, but God commendeth his love toward us while we were yet sinners before we were even born, Christ died for us. So we can know we're a sinner. We can know there's a price on sin, but thank God that Christ died for us. Then the Bible says we must speak it in our mouth and believe it in our heart that all we need to do is pray to God, believe it in our heart that Christ has died for our sins and ask him to save us in Jesus Christ's name. And you know what, folks? He will. If we can do anything to help you in that area, please send us a message. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at woundedspirits.com.